for the Alliance. For the Horde! Slay them all! Your mum's a bearded ogre and your father's a trog! Welcome to Casually Casual Cast. I am your host, Raina Swift Sage. This is your Warcraft podcast for those who are hardcore about not being hardcore. In each episode, I cover any Warcraft news in and out of Azeroth. I cruise the forums and I share community feedback. I share some adventures in Azeroth and I finish by taking a trip through trade chat. And I welcome you to join me. It is May 19th, 2020, and you are listening to episode number two. All right, our very first news item of the episode is targeted corruptions and faster cloak empowerment. This is coming from a forum post on the Warcraft Blizzard forums, and it was posted by community manager Kavix, Kyvax, Kai. There, here's some main points of the post. I have put the whole link to the entire post in the show notes, but you know, these posts are long, and uh, humans' attention spans are not. So I just pull, pulled out some key points. We're gonna get started right now they are working on an update to the game that they expect to roll out in the upcoming week they plan to make improvements to the process of obtaining corrupted items on max level characters and also streamline upgrading the legendary cloak azure Kamis. that's how i'm gonna say it their goal with this update is to speed up the power progression of the new level 120 characters and give established endgame players more agency in pursuing the corruption effects they most desire. In this last update that they did, they added a new currency available for most visions of Enzoth content called Echoes of Nihilotha. They plan to expand the availability and purpose of these new currencies in this update. Now, once any character completes the legendary cloak questline, they will immediately begin earning Echoes of Nihilotha from all the usual sources. They want to ensure that players who haven't felt the need to accumulate them don't feel disadvantaged. They will also be increasing both the drop rates of Echoes and their costs by a factor of 5. They recommend that you purchase a rank 3 essence with Echoes of Nihilotha that you've already earned if you were planning to, because these costs will be changing. And regarding the improving of Azure Kamas, they are re also reducing the requirements for any quest step and upgrading the cloak from ranks 1 to 15 that previously required multiple horrific visions. Each rank can now be achieved in a single horrific vision. And choosing your corruption, in addition to any unlocked essences, Mother will now also offer several new preserved contaminants, which allow for a specific corruption effect and the associated corruption penalty to be applied to a selected item. And due to a technical limitation, 
Items that have been cleansed cannot be re-corrupted, but don't worry, they are looking into whether it will be possible to fix this. They just don't want to hold up the whole entire system while they're trying to figure this out. And also, they finish by adding, the changes mentioned are meant to supplement those sources and provide you with more options and control in pursuing your goals. Now we're going to cover some hot fixes for Warcraft Retail. On May 18th, 2020, they put in a hot fix for Demon Hunters that fixed a bug that prevented haste from reducing the global cooldown of darkness. And they also put in a hot fix for Torn Pages of Fear and Flesh and the Final Truth. And they put in brackets with regional restarts. The number of Torn Pages of Fear and Flesh and the Final Truth quest items required for the rank 10 through 15 cloak quests have been reduced. Ranks 10 and 11 now require four Torn Pages, down from six to an eight. And ranks 13 to 15 now require two Torn Pages, coming down from 4, 6, and 8. And the developers added a note to this change saying that it will make each of the quests completable in a single horrific vision if a player completes all objectives within the instance. This should help newer characters catch up quicker to their peers. And on May 14, 2020, they put in a hotfix for some items and rewards and this is for the vendor sell price of enchanter's umbral wand that has been reduced by 40 percent a hot fix has also been implemented on may 13th regarding rare elite creatures that are found in nazatar with war mode enabled they will now drop one nazatar battle commendation and on may 11th they put in a hot fix for a quest and it was the turn-in location for supplies from Rajani and supplies from Aldo Accord. Now they will actually appear on the world map. Okay, we're hopping back into some Warcraft news. And this is going to be covering the interview that Wow Chakra did with Ian Hazlacastas. It's also going to be answering some questions about the new upcoming BFA buff coming soon, which will focus on alt catch-up. This is going to be targeted towards the legendary cloaks and corruption, and it's going to be replacing the, the, the reputation buff that just wrapped up, actually. It's, it's, it's gone. It's going away. And uh, I really wish I would have jumped on that bandwagon sooner, but I didn't, so, wow. But anyways, Wow Chakra, like I said, did an interview with Ian Hazacastus, and he did give us some details about the buff that will be replacing the impressive influence reputation buff. So when questioned about the time before the pre-patch, Ian said, We are continuing to look at BFA and what's going on in Visions of Insoth right now and considering options that may give players some more goals to pursue and new rewards within the existing content to help. And when asked by Wow Chakra about the reputation buff going away, Ian Hazakasas replied, 
We're looking at shifting a different focus after this. We'll hopefully have some news on that in the coming days, where there's some new bonuses, also maybe permanent, that give you new goals and make it easier for your alts to get caught up in particular. It's something that we've heard a lot from people is, I've leveled all these characters to 120, but the idea of all this stuff I have to do to get my legendary cloak up to the right level, or, how do I get the corruptions I want? Those are questions that deter meaningful play on those alts, and we'd love to make that easier for everyone who has the stable of 120s that they want to play more, but just feel like they can't right now. So I think that's good news for everyone. I have put the link to the interview in the show notes and uh, they have it uploaded onto YouTube. So that's handy. So it's uh, available in the show notes at casuallycasualcast.com. Yes. Rolling on with more Warcraft news. The Arena World Championship, also known as the AWC, is starting up again for the final AW season in BFA. The AWC will broadcast exclusively on youtube.com forward slash Warcraft starting May 22nd. And you can watch this broadcast on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Each broadcast day will begin at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Central, and it will be live on YouTube. You can check out their schedule page for a full list of broadcast days and times. Obviously, that is also in the show notes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Yes, we are hopping back in that DeLorean and we are going to go on back to some WoW Classic to share some hot fixes they implemented on May 12, 2020. They fixed a bug that caused some players to return to an incorrect location when leaving a war game. That definitely seems necessary. And Kavix, community manager Kavix, went to the Blizzard forums and posted, at this time, we're contracting two layers to one on all realms in this region that were layered, as we've constantly watched and analyzed realm populations over the last few weeks. We've seen enough of a recent trend to justify returning to the intended population arrangement for each realm. At the same time, we've unlocked any realms that were locked for new character creation. All paid character transfer restrictions have been left in place. We're going to continue to use our ability to disable that service as a stopgap, and we'll let you know when we open or close it further. And this is a piece of WoW Classic information I wanted to pass on to you guys. When I was looking for a WoW Classic server, server population and class distribution was something that I was curious about, because who really wants to play on an unbalanced server? That is something that a lot of uh, MMOs, especially ones designed like World of Warcraft, suffer from is imbalances and factions and stuff, because nobody wants to just see the opposite faction rolling around, because they're so many players that are not rolling your faction. So I did include this link to a YouTube video and um, the ironforge.pro forward slash server link 
that actually breaks down the server population and the class distribution for the date ranges of May 11th, 2020 to May 18th. So I thought that that was really cool. And plus I included a link in the show notes at casualcasualcast.com for the forum post that also goes in depth and they posted a lot of the information there too. So there's a lot of information. If you're looking to dive into World of Warcraft and the classic realm of things and you're just curious about the server pops and class distributions this information might be interesting for you because it definitely was for me i'm bored you want to go for a drive sure you know where i'd like to go where i'd like to go cruise some forums hmm sure Okay, it is time to cruise the forums. And what does this mean? This means that I literally go to the forums, whether it be Reddit or the Warcraft official forums, and I take a look at what people are talking about and I share some of those topics with you. So we're going to get started with a post by Smashy, 120 Maghar Orc Warrior, who posted, why do you get mad if people assume that you are a female? How am I supposed to call you he if in my eyes you are a female and a stranger? It just happened in a low-level dungeon. A female blood elf wasn't inside the dungeon yet and I said, where is she? And then she replied, dude, I have a meh. Like, really? So I'm going to assume everyone is male now? Well, Shiver chimed in, who's a 70 Void Elf mage, and they said, There can't be a whole lot of people that will get mad about that. You probably met the only one. And then Lady Hoodwink, 129 born hunter, said, I play a mix of male and female tunes. I certainly don't get offended if you refer to me in a female tense while playing female tunes. If someone starts acting weird, I do whip out, I'm a dude. I also don't play up being a female at all. In that, I mean, I tend to over-exaggerate frat boy terms while playing female tunes. Brosif comes up a lot. I can't think of a time where I have been singled out, been bothered by someone uh, claiming to know my gender from the character I play just because I think I'm more in touch with reality that we all play different factions as well as gendered characters. And then I never actually even put any thought to it. I don't assume every female character that I see is an, it's a legitimate female. It just as I don't assume every male character is a male playing that character. I know there's been a lot of talk throughout the many years of do men play more female characters and do less females play the same amount of male characters. I really, I don't play any male characters. Uh, not that I don't want to, I just, I just don't. It's my own personal preference. I just like playing female characters, but I also don't play up the fact that I am a female. I actually tend to go in the other direction where I don't want anyone to know I'm a female because you can get some straight up creepers. Most recently when World of um, Warcraft The WoW Classic came out, it, your class 
is more specifically needed. So me being a hunter at the start of Wild Classic apparently was a big thing. Like there's a lot of raids in Classic that needed that hunter or hunter stuff. I haven't really, because I've not done any raiding yet in Classic. And I would get a lot of whispers like, hey, Hunter, can you come and join us in this dungeon? Or we need a Hunter. We need a Hunter. Well, I got this one person that just kept whispering me and almost like trying to flirt with me. And I thought, this is weird. Like, this is not, I'm not being flirty whatsoever. And this person is just, they don't know who I am. I've never talked to this person before. And they would whisper me from different characters. And you know, after a while, you can kind of tell the dialect of uh, how people uh, write to you. You can tell how they word things. They use emojis, how they punctuate things. You can kind of find a pattern and a rhythm to even speech in text form, just like you can in vocal form. And I started to connect the fact that I was getting these whispers from the same person. I'm like, don't you have another character named blah, blah, blah. And they're like, how did you know? And I was like, well, I could just tell by the way you're talking. And um, no, I'm not. Then they started to like harass me of why I wasn't a certain level yet because they needed me to be a certain level. And that's the last thing you do to me. You tell me that you need me to do something because I, I might be a little a bit of a contrarian. So I'm like, meh, <laughs> I put the brakes on. So this person I felt like was more harassing me in a way where they're kind of always trying to push me into a direction that they wanted me to go in. And um, it started to get weird when they started to ask me if I had social media that I would share with them. And I'm like, no, I don't um, share my social media with randos on the internet. And they were like, oh, you must be a girl. I thought you were a guy. I'm like, what is that? How does that um, insinuate that I'm a female? And they said, well, because if you were a guy, you would have shared your social media with me if you were a streamer or something, because guys are all, all about showing off and sh and and the showboating like their streams and their social media. So you must be a girl. And then honestly, that's the last I heard of them. They thought they said that they thought that I was a guy and that my character's name of Reyna, they thought was my wife's name. So I named my Torin Hunter a female name because of my wife. So I thought, does that mean that you're a chick trying to roll up out a married dude? You know, that's so, yeah, I mean, so many people are weird, man. People are weird. <laughs> so good news is I never had to hear from that person ever again. So the fact that I was a chick actually was more repulsive to them. And I loved that because um, as a female gamer, we just want to roll in and game. We don't need y'all up in our business. Okay, our next cruise in the forum stop lands us at a post by Kravos, a 42 human warlock. And it's titled, What Stings Most About Being Kicked From a Group? And they had to say, I suppose it's the fact that the Dungeon Deserter buff is appropriately named and described. Because I didn't desert or abandon my group. They kicked me. Blizz could stand to change that. I'm a little irritated because I waited 20 minutes on an alt to get into a halfway Oculus group only to DC real fast upon mounting a dragon. Then I came back to find myself kicked. People have absolutely no patience these days. Well, Lithia, a 120 undead mage replied, they should allow us to take NPCs for low level dungeons. There's no point in being social anymore. 
That actually does sound like something that an undead would say. <laughs> what, what, what's that over there? Oh, it looks like a, a side quest. Oh, I love side quests. They always get me off on some goose chase. I love them too. They're so much fun and not productive whatsoever. That sounds fantastic. Let's go check it out. Boom! It is time for a side quest. This is where we take a little pull off to the side of the road while we're cruising the forums and we dive a little bit deeper into a forum poster's topic by taking it to Twitter. So I was inspired by Lilithia's The Undead Mage's concept of taking these NPCs along with us into low-level dungeons. I thought, you know what? She is on to something. So I tweeted out, should we be able to choose to run low-level dungeons with an NPC party instead of other players? We had a lot of opinions on this, this idea. And we're going to start with the 52.9% of you on Twitter who said, yes, I would love that option. So the majority of those polled out of 34 votes was, yeah, we, we actually would like to be able to do that. And 29.4% said, no, this is an MMO. So they're not feeling it. They're, they like to be stuck, you know, just put in there with those random people because this is an MMO. It's not a multi-NPC player, non-player game. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then 17.6% said more options is good. So I lean in that direction where I like options because options is a nice compromise where if you don't want to roll with some NPCs, hey, roll with some random players in that low level dungeon. And then, you know, the NPCs won't be kicking you if you DC, you know, if you want to roll with some real people, go for it. And if you don't, don't. I like options. And the in the fourth choice was don't care, hate dungeons. Thankfully, 0% said that they don't care because I hate dungeons. And we had some additional replies to this concept. There was an at Narasanda that said, oh, I'd so be all up in that. But I guess it does defeat the purpose of playing an MMO, thinky face. Then Gems, that Welsh gem said, as someone who avoids dungeons, so I don't annoy other players with my mistakes, this would actually be useful. And then Ben Swallow at Fancy Fox said, I mean, I already play WoW as a single player game as much as I can already. So, hey, you know, everybody has an opinion. And I even heard from Honors Hammer on Twitter that Swoter actually does this. So, hey, the concept is out there. It's working. It's there for a reason. Might be an option. Might make doing low level dungeons more doable. So, and sometimes you feel like you are actually still playing with NPC players. <laughs> so, hey, let me know what you guys think. In the side quest topic, should we be able to choose to run low-level dungeons with an NPC party instead of other players? You can email the show at casuallycasualcast at gmail.com or find me on Twitter at acasualcast. All right, now we're back on the street cruising our last forum post titled... PvP is going to be even worse now with a corruption vendor. This post is by Cold Sun, a 120 Kaltiran rogue. Yeah, I can't wait 
for every class expect to feel exactly the same when they all stack gushing wounds. It sucks now because everyone's top damaging ability is now not even going to be part of their class. Well, Zoxpox, a 120 Void Elf priest, replied, well, BFA is still in beta, so here's hoping they get some fixes in before it goes live. <laughs> and wrapping up, the final reply to this post is Uku, a 120 undead warrior. And they said, While everybody is the same, I will try to kill and die with my non-echo random corruption but at least different main character. Some people hate RNG. Some people hate vendors. Blizzard can't win with a bunch of whiners. At least with vendors, they push the problem into the player's hands, AKA, I can't find the vendor, or I bought the wrong gear, or I can't read Descriptions, please help. Personally, I think Uku nailed it. <laughs> now it's time for Adventures in Azeroth. Starring all of my alts. All right, so I'm gonna get started by sharing a little bit about my adventures on my 120 Belf BM Hunter on Borean Tundra. And uh, her adventures can be summed up with this relatable tweet that was shared by a Twitter pal and fellow Azrothian at Zuzilla. And it was posted originally by World of Warcraft Ideas at Warcraft Ideas. It's a new account, so you can check them out on Twitter. But they tweeted out, I would have loved to be in the meeting where they decided layouts for the main cities in Battle for Azeroth, just to pick their brains behind that thought process. Alliance, neatly grouped within walking distance. But then there's the Horde. Let's put stuff everywhere. And then they followed up with Horde side, developer thoughts. So we put the mission table away from the portals. Dev lead, good. Now put the crafting hub away from the portals and the mission table. Developer says, done. Dev lead, pivot the entrance to the portals away from everything and add a butt ton of stairs. <laughs> so relatable, right? Oh my. So I completely agreed with all of them. I don't know how many creative ways I have tried to traverse the many levels of the beautiful Horde side hub. It is a stunning place to come home to, but it is a nightmare to travel around without flight. I have been spending some amazing time, you know, creatively trying to scale or to get to the next level without having to like find the stairs and do it the right way. So I'll try to like, not kill myself, more or less, just jumping off from one plateau to the next. It is painful. I repair my gear probably more than I should have to, but my goodness. So 
And also, in my alt life, I have been finding myself so confused at what to play and who to play. With that rut buff looming over my head, I felt obligated to try to work toward grinding rut for my flying on my 120 Belf Hunter Horena. And then, I also felt like leveling my 112, 112 Nelf Hunter on Emerald Dream. And then I felt like leveling my baby Draenei Mage on Proudmoore. Then I wanted to run a dungeon to level my 105 human BM Hunter on Lightbringer. I opted for binging on Gilmore Girls on Netflix and leveling my baby Draenei Mage, Zarlena. So I like avoided all of the responsible choices and the benefits of the, the looming buffs and just dove right in. And I actually was pleasantly surprised and um, I enjoyed myself and... Uh, my sister also came, saw me on, and then she rolled over there with me. So now she is rolling, I think, a baby paladin and also baby priest on Proudmoore. And uh, she leveled those new tunes to play with me. And we're going to level with in some dungeons on those baby alts. So we got them to level 23 in no time. And um, something that I've learned in WoW this week is... Uh, do not go and visit the Undercity in BFA without talking to that chick that lets you see what it used to be like before the battle. Because Harena learned the hard way. She rolled up and she thought, you know what? I want to go to the Eastern Kingdoms. I want to go and visit Loradoran. And then, you know, being 120, uh, Belf Hunter, she felt really capable, really self-confident. She saw, you know... That she, she saw things had changed, you know? She saw this green fog covering the whole entire area where Brill used to be. And she thought, you know what? I'm a level 120. That green fog can't do anything to me. I'm good, I'm good, I got this. So Horena approached the green fog and then when, within seconds, Horena died in the green fog. And Horena's like, hmm, that's unfortunate. So then Horena thought, you know, but I am a hunter. We don't necessarily do things the way everyone else does things. I'm gonna go back to that green fog and I'm gonna see if my rejuvenation heal can heal me a little bit to let me snoop all up in this this uh, little town of Brill and see what happened to the joint since I was last here. So Harena went back to uh, catch her, find her corpse and she arose in all of her glory and she stares around at the beautiful green fog again and uh, she dies again. And, uh, and then again, and then, uh, and then again. <laughs> so then Harena thought, you know, I'm gonna go explore this joint while I'm dead. I'm just going to go in ghost form. I'm just gonna go adventure through Loradoran as a dead person. So she did, there was nothing. Undercity looked normal, but guess what? No vendors, nothing inside. So mission accomplished. She snuck into Loradoran, but she was dead while doing it, so things looked very odd, very different. So then she thought, I'm going to have to go back now, because she had she had traversed so far into the green fog that every time she retrieved her corpse, she would just die again. So she had to go back to the spirit healer and take a debuff and just call it quits. So don't be Horena. Don't keep going back in to the green fog. Okay, ladies and gents, 
and fellow Azerothians, you have made it to Trade Chat, the place for extras, for advertisements, recommendations, tips, in-game events, you know, everything we find in our in-game Trade Chat, minus the Xbox 360s and all the other nonsense that you kind of wish your eyes didn't ever have to read. But anyways, we keep it clean here on, on this Triple C Trade Chat. Get started with our first item up, and that is a new World of Warcraft-inspired board game is on its way, set to release later in the summer. So not too far away, definitely before Shadowlands arrives, you'll be able to get your board game Azeroth on. And this is a small World of Warcraft game designed by Felipe Kyertz. I totally jacked that up. Kiartes? Kiartes? Yeah. K-E-Y-A-E-R-T-S if you want to Google him. Felipe. So Small World of Warcraft is a standalone board game set in Blizzard's glorious video game universe, Azeroth. This board game will be available for two to five players and you will be vying for your control of several islands in this hostile world and the only hope you will have is to pick the right combination of races and special powers after staking your claim to a piece of land to feed your neighbors and expand your territory if you can occupy legendary places and control powerful magical artifacts you'll reach new levels of domination However, empires must eventually fall, so be ready to put your overextended race into decline and lead a new one to glory so you can eventually rule Azeroth. Small World of Warcraft board game is due to come out this summer 2020. Okay, next up on Trade Chat, over on Reddit, there is Murloc Mondays, where you can according to their post, ask any type of question about WoW without getting strangled by a death knight. Questions can range from what's new in Battle for Azeroth, or what class is OP, and how many demons will it take to take down Thrall. Questions can come from brand new players, players returning, or veteran players who never get a chance to ask the right question. Afraid of not getting an answer? Rest assured, we know that at least 90% of questions get answered. So you may want to take a look on Reddit at r forward slash wow noob that covers retail um, questions. And then there's also a Reddit for Azeroth noobs for classic and that is r forward slash Azeroth noob. Um, for additional reddits where you can ask questions. But definitely you can head to the reddit.com forward slash r forward slash wow and then you will find Murloc Mondays. Next up in game event is the Stranglethorn Fishing Extravaganza. And it is on every Sunday in Azeroth, and it, that means it's on for this Sunday, May 24th, just a reminder, at 2 p.m. Pacific time and ending at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Players can try to be the first to catch 40 speckled tasty fish found along the coast of the Northern Stranglethorn. Next up on Trade Chat is actually coming from Twitter. And I came across some fabulous tweets and I've added them to my show notes. And I'm also going to share them with you right here in Trade Chat. So first up is by at Maljinwo, Dark Spirit Champion. And they are pushing for beards for trolls. 
and they have tweeted out some pictures of some trolls that they would love to be able to add beards to in Warcraft. So I retweeted it and Moody Loner DK at Moody DK on Twitter said, I think my bear girl and dinosaur lass could definitely use some beards too. And I said, there you go, beards for all. So we, there is a push on Twitter to get some beards about our characters in game. And then our next tweet is from Ryan at softy underscore. And he is tweeting out to the Warcraft devs. Hi, your friendly neighborhood angler here again. Any chance we could get Captain Rumsey's lager to stack in 200s instead of 20s? It really takes up a lot of room in the cooler on a fishing trip. And he's not kidding. He shared a screenshot. His whole bags and everything full of these. Captain Rumsey's loggers. So yeah, Warcraft dubs, let's get those puppies out of the 20 stacks and into the 200 stack. That would be amazing. And our next tweet is by Lookie It's a Wookie. And she is commenting on all of the, the ruckus going on right now. Some changes being in, in, uh, in added to the game. And Lookie It's Wookie said, Everyone yelling at Blizzard. How could you do this to my game? Me, just playing for mounts, toys, transmogs, pets, achievements, haha, collections tab. Go brrrr. That's right, Lookie It's Wookie. You do you, girl. You do you. And then we have Dravi. At Dravi is reminding us that the running of the trolls is returning for its sixth annual year to benefit the At Trevor Project on June 27th, 6 p.m. Pacific time to at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and the info and the donation links will be coming. You can find out more information by following the hashtag trollrun2020. And then next we have the real butt art on Twitter tweeted out, I wish major cities in Warcraft had seasons. Could you imagine Stormwind in the snow? Yes, that would be amazing. And at Prime, Abby replied, Orgrimmar with succulents and cacti in the springtime and summer. Yes, we are on board, but our, the real but art, we are on board. Now, if only we can get the Warcraft devs on board. Let's add some, uh, we do days and nights, but come on, give us some seasons. That would be amazing. And then I'm gonna wrap up the tweet section of our trade chat with an awesome tweet by a new follower, uh, Haughty Chicken, at Haughty Chicken on Twitter. She tweeted out, my little PSA for older gamers, particularly women who are hesitant to stream. Today marks six weeks since I started and it has been so much fun. Great people, supportive community, and a great confidence booster. If you wanna try streaming, go for it. Hashtag wow, hashtag World of Warcraft. So you can follow her on Haughty Chicken and look for her on Twitch and give her a hello and say, Raina sent ya. So also our Survival of the Fittest contest is in full swing over at the WoW Challenges. They tweeted out so far they've had a total of 52 characters sign up with 38 currently alive and well. I'm sure that number may have changed too, you know, you never know. People are, it, it is a tough go, man. Still plenty of time to join, so anything can happen. The contest runs until 7 p.m. Eastern, May 30th, and then you can go to wildchallenges.com and also follow them on Twitter. And for our last entry of trade chat is a cool, stylish, black face mask found on Etsy that was tweeted out by my friend on Twitter, Marathal. He said, I may or may not have just ordered this. So for $19.95 off from Etsy, 
you can purchase a World of Warcraft inspired face mask. It's a black face mask and it has the little tooltip on it. Stylish black mask. Binds when equipped. Helm cloth. 18 armor. Durability 35 out of 35. Equip impress press others with style requires level five. So uh, Etsy does make it known that the items such as masks and hand sanitizers sold on Etsy are not technically medical grade. So if you're going to buy a mask like this, just know that it's more or less for looks. It's not guaranteed to stop the Rona or anything else that we can breathe in and get infected with. So, but it's really cool and it's it's neat and it's 19.95 and I put the link in the show notes, so it's really cool. So thanks a lot, everyone, for tweeting out that awesome stuff on Twitter. You can follow the show on Twitter at ACasualCast. You can follow me on Twitter at Raina Swift Sage. You can follow all of the things that I do and the other podcasts that I do uh, at RainaSwiftSage.com. I have a link there. And you can also email the show at CasuallyCasualCast at gmail.com. And thank you everyone for being amazing. And I and I pray that you have a great week. And may the holy light follow you. Or however that's supposed to go. <laughs> Alright guys, love you. Take care. Bye-bye. May our paths cross again. I'll always treasure our time together. Goodbye. Peace. Or not. In my native tongue, my name means dances with tassels. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Are you here for some bloopers? And on May 13th, they put in a hot fix. For rare elite creatures found in Nazachar with war mode, war mode, <laughs> war mode enabled, now will drop one Nazatar bottle. <laughs> what the biscuits? I can't talk. All paid character transfer restrictions have been lifted. We're to here to here to her. What? And this is something that I found very interesting. What? What, 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 what? And we're gonna wrap up this episode of Trade Ch What, what? This is not called Trade Chat. This is called Casual Casual Cast. And I am a weirdo.